Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Q the Boss. So today we're talking about a special topic, right? Today we're talking about what's more important, love or stability. So to my, my engagers, you know, everybody that's on my live today, I want you guys involved in this conversation. What's more important, love or stability? I want you guys to tell me what you think. I'm seeing some people say love. I'm seeing some people say stability. Some people saying love. Some st- people saying stability. But here's the question. I want you to answer why do you say love? And I want you to answer why do you say stability? I'm reading you guys' answers. Today, we're going to do a lot of engagement, right? So love can be found in stability. Yet stability can be found in love. I agree, but I also disagree because I know people that are very in love, but economically, they're not stable, right? So, and they're very, very in love. It can go both ways. And what you're saying, I do agree to a degree. Consistency on both parts, both parts in your heart that you feel that. So what we're saying is this. When I say love, I'm saying a strong relationship, right? When I'm saying stability, I'm saying economics. I've noticed in 2023, it's become the more phenomenon that everything is about money, right? But there's a lot of unhealthy relationships, but there's a lot of money in the house. So I'm asking you guys on this live today, what would you prefer? A very stable home economically or a very loving home? but it's not as stable economically. What would you choose? A house that's not as stable economically? Or would you choose a house that is very stable, but yet and still, there's no love there? But two people that's working together, right? So I'm asking guys, there has to be a balance. That's how I agree. Someone said love. Someone said a stable home. Someone said neither. So if you said neither, what would it be then? Right? But I'm asking. The reason why I'm asking this is because What I've come to realize, and you can be madly in love with someone, but I've learned that love don't pay bills. Right? And and it took me a, you know, you can't, I'm seeing something like a phenomenon right now. And I I talk to a lot of my men, you know, and I want to talk to my guys about this. And I'm going to ask everybody on my live right now. In most cases, who's the nurturer? The man? Or the woman. So I'm asking you guys, who's a nurturer in most cases, the man or the woman? I'm going to wait for them to answer. Who's the nurturer in most cases, a man or a woman? Everyone's saying woman, 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 woman. All right. So here's my, now here's my logic of asking you this question. Everyone's saying the woman. Here's the problem. You have a lot of men, right? So we answer the question. We ask the question is, Who's usually more the nurturer? Everyone said, in most cases, the woman, right? Here's my logic, and this is my dilemma. In most cases, being that the woman is a nurturer, you find a lot of men who are taking women who haven't really done anything with their lives and thinking they can build them up, ultimately trying to play a nurturer's role. But that's that's not really their nature, right? So you have a lot of men who are trying to nurture women into being successful creatures. 
right? I really feel like in most cases, a woman can literally bring the best out of a man. I've seen it so many times that you had a guy who wasn't doing so well, but he meets the right woman, and ultimately she brings the greatness out of him. I've seen this a thousand times, right? But in the same, same setting, I haven't seen it a lot from women. I haven't seen men nurture women into being great. I've seen men redirect women. And what I mean by redirect is she's in school or she's working a dead-end job, always had work ethic, always had uh, the ability to do the things that she, he, you know, they can do. But I've never seen a guy take an absolute bum woman of no disrespect and literally build up into this great phenomenon. I have never seen it. I'm not saying it don't exist, but in most cases, I have never seen it. But I've definitely seen women do it, right? So here's my dilemma. We need to acknowledge that there are tons of people who live with insecurities every day. And they date insecure. They hang out with friends insecure. They have certain jobs because they're insecure. They go to certain environments because they're insecure. Their whole life is a reflection of insecurities. And why I can prominently say that is because most of the decisions that they're making is ultimately to accommodate their insecurities, right? Some people will get very inferior to hanging out with people who are of a certain financial status. And why is that? Is because they worried about uh, um, not being the big fish anymore, right? And I've noticed this extremely. I'm going to go on record and say this. A lot of men might hate me for this, but there are a lot of guys who I genuinely believe they're not, they're very insecure. They're not as sound as they think they are. And the reason being is because I feel like someone hasn't told them the truth and the conversations that they're reluctant to have, they're evasive of the truth. You know, you have a lot of people in a lot of situations, they're not getting to certain magnitudes because they're not having certain conversations, right? And I look at it like at my age, I find it foolish that a man would take on a woman who hasn't really done anything with her life trying to play the nurturer's role when that's not normally a man's gift. And it's been very common that I'm seeing it. I've noticed that more men are evasive of women who are doing really well. And the sad part is, and ladies, I, I respect you, right? The ones that have a, a sensible mentality, not the ones that are extremists. You have some women that are very extremists, right? And what I mean by extremists is they think a little crazy. And why do I say that? I'm talking about a woman that has, if you have uh, requirements and you expectations of a relationship, that is normal. I think everyone should have requirements to be with them. And also, um, I have expectations. There's nothing wrong with having expectations and requirements in a relationship. I think that's very healthy. But I've noticed that a lot of people, they, try to, they want a lot of women to dumb down their expectations to ultimately accommodate the fact that they're not as strong men as they would like to believe they truly are. And I've seen this a thousand times. And I'm going to go on record and say this. Anyone that understands, a man that avoids a queen will never become a king. It's easier to become a king when you're standing next to a queen because a queen's job is to challenge you to become your greater self. But most men that I know that's doing really, really well tend to have a strong woman standing to the side of them. A lot of men that I meet who complains about women who, oh, she speaks back for us. I'm like, yo, bro, do you want a body or do you want a, a partner? right? What do you want? And this is a question you need to ask yourself. 
Do you want a partner? Or do you want someone that's just submissive and don't say nothing? I think the submission thing I've gotten is it's gotten blown so out of proportion to the point that a ton of men, they have this um mochismo, right? That's the word, mochismo mentality. But they feel like if she's not willing to listen to everything I say, she she's not good enough for me. And I disagree with that statement. To the ladies who's worked very hard, put themselves together, right? I don't blame you for having requirements. To the men who worked very hard to put themselves together, I don't blame you for having expectations and requirements, right? And that's the problem. When you listen to a lot of people, they don't want to embrace challenge. Without challenge, you'll never become your better self. Let's just get that on record, right? And the sad part is the women who speaks up for themselves, the very beta men have called them very hard to deal with, uh, very, uh, like, it's, it's bad how they put these women out, right? The strongest woman I've ever met was my mother. And I think the best woman I've ever met was my mother. And the best part about it is I would ultimately look for a woman that's like my mother because my mother, not saying she acts like my mother as far as do this, do that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is a woman that has my motherly kind of instincts, right? And, and that will ultimately help me become even better in life. Some people don't want those kind of women. And the sad part about not wanting those women, I've noticed that tons of men aren't doing that well. So what they do is they run around and they look for very low-hanging low fruit, we call it, right? Low-hanging fruit, and they pluck it off a tree. And they think that they're winning because they're able to ac accomplish or to sleep with low-hanging fruit. When you're taking advantage of a woman who is insecure, meaning maybe she didn't grow up with her father, maybe she didn't grow up in a stable home, right? And you take advantage of these women. It says more about you than anything. It says that you're weak and insecure. And a lot of men are putting their insecurities on women. What man will get mad at a woman for having financial expectations of her man? The Bible says if a man don't work, a man don't eat. Man, we're supposed to be providers. That's our natural role. But a lot of men are evasive of this role because of the fact that a lot of them, their mothers raised them to like, like very um, kind of weak. And now they're looking for mothers. They're not looking for wives. But if you say this on record, a lot of men will take it defensively or angry or upset, not realizing that it's normal and it's healthy to have these kind of conversations. Today, I came on here just trying to have a healthy conversation, not yelling, not screaming, not pointing a finger, not making anyone feel bad. But I said, I'm going to tell the truth. The reality of all things is I've noticed that tons of men aren't reaching higher levels because they're not choosing strong women. The women that they're dating require very minimal, minimal, minimal um, effort, right? And that's why they're not getting there. And I see it very prominently. And again, to the people that don't fit this category, if the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. But if you're, you're, you're the one that's getting on it, it's because chances are it's you. I've learned that the people that usually always feel like they have to defend a stance are usually the ones that's like that, right? I'm very alpha where I can say my truth. A lot of men are posing as alphas and they're not, right? I'm very alpha and I can speak my truth. There are a lot of men that are posing as alpha. I think this alpha thing has got blown out of proportion. The word alpha itself says leader, right? The one, the leader. And a lot of people aren't good leaders, right? They think that 
because they're a man, it gives is their birthright to be an alpha. That's not true. Your birthright is what you've accomplished and what you've done with your life. No one will allow a person to lead that hasn't done anything with their lives. No matter what you sit here and say, I don't think a woman's going to tap into that. Right? Not the woman I know, at least. They're not going to go for that. And if they do, when they get mad, they're going to say how they truly feel. Right? If you're the guy that's living up under her roof, thinking you're this alpha man, she's going to ultimately remind you and tell you about yourself. Right? It's just how it comes. And I don't, I don't blame a woman for doing it. Because in her heart, she don't see you as the man that you think you are. There are a lot of men that think they're men because of the fact that they can get intimate with a woman. That is the minimal requirement of being a man, is getting intimate with a woman. That is very minimal. So that means at 12, 13 years old, I was a man if that's the, that's the standard. We need to reevaluate this standard and understand that, look, man, we should provide stability. And I'm going to be honest with you. And a lot of men will say no because all the men that make money and that understand stability, they'll realize this. A woman, and notice the word I say woman, a woman, not a girl, a woman, is less likely to cheat on a man that provides stability than a man that can't. And I'm going to say that on record. Some guy's going to take it the wrong way and get upset, right? But the truth is, women need, need stability, and, they, they, and it makes them feel, feel more confident with their situation, right? But a lot of times, the guys that I've noticed, they compare little girls to women, right? They say, oh, a woman, there are tons of women out here right now who are dating guys who don't make more money than them, and they're trying to work with the guy, but the guy is still playing games. And it's the truth. Open your eyes. Let's not sit here and say every woman is looking for a six-figure earner. That's not the truth. That's social media. Most women, and I say the word women, they're looking for a man that's consistent with his word, that's always there, that holds his own, and that don't want to leech and live off of her and not play manipulation games. That's most women. Most men tend to take these six-figure women that want the six-figure man with the six-pack and six-foot-tall guy. Listen, that could be a dream in her head, but that's not her reality. Most women are not living in a fairy tale world. And when you say that, I'm like, it's the women that you're chasing. These guys chase the wrong women, and then they put all of these women in a box. Right? You, you, you're chasing the superficial woman and then you're mad at the superficial results. Right? That's the reality. You cannot chase superficial women and then get mad at the superficial results. You're chasing superficial women. You're chasing women who care about their body parts before they care about getting their children out of a bad neighborhood. That's the superficial mentality. Right? You, you're chasing a woman that, that, that wants a vacation before she has her life together. That's a superficial woman. So the problem is you want these kind of women and then you're mad at the results. I want a woman that gets up and that, that's literally ha that, that cares about her future. I want a woman that understands right now is not the time to travel when we have this mortgage over our head, right? I want a woman that knows how to plan, that thinks about tomorrow, that's not so focused on today, right? This is the women a lot of you guys don't, y'all evasive of, y'all avoid these girls. And then y'all talk like, oh, all of these women are this way. That's not true, right? I meet tons of women every day who just wants a guy that's consistent with his word, who goes to work, who pays his way, and help her with the bills and respect her. That's most women. And I'm just going to call it what it is. Not someone who's posing as an alpha, you know, have good sex with her, manipulate her mind, tell her what she wants to hear, and ultimately do the opposite of everything he told her. That's what it is. Most men bring the wrong 
energy based on what they said they're going to do. And I'm, I'm guilty as charged too, right? We always tell the woman that we're going to do things that we don't never live up to our end of the bargain. And I'm going to admit, in most cases, when you have a lot of turmoil in relationships, a lot of the time it is us men. But if you say that, you're on the woman's side. There are tons of women out here that's no good. I'm not going to say that. And it's the truth. But here's the issue. The women that we keep looking at are the women that you can see from afar. What's the problem, right? You can see the problems, right? But yet and still, you're so infatuated with looks that you can't see reality. And then what happens is you create a false illusion in your mind and then you cry about your reality. That's a ton of people. They've created scenarios and narratives in their mind that don't even exist in reality. The more you lie to yourself, the more your mind will believe it. And the more your mind believe it, the more that you'll start entertaining the foolish belief. So the more you tell yourself something, the more your mind will believe it, ultimately making that lie truth. And that's the problem. Tons of people believe a false narrative. The false narrative isn't social media. Social media is a very fairy tale world. Let's go into that. It's a very fairy tale world. But if most people believe that social media is reality, they're, they're mistaken. Ladies, let me go on record and say this. The average man in the country only makes about 38 to 40K a year. You can Google statistics. It's not an opinion. I happen to live in one of the most expensive, highest paid markets in the country, right? Which is New York. New York, average earning, I think is from 36 to about 45K. That's average. I don't know who's telling, telling these women that there's a bunch of six figures earners out there. The average, I'm going to say black man, and the average black man in America is only four to 6% of black men make 100K. Four to 6%. That's gay. That's straight. That's guys that don't want to be in relationships. And that's single. In divorce. That's all of these abort, across the real abort. Right? But so many people believe that there are so many high earners and they're not. And the sad part is, the narrative that's being pushed is, there are tons of great earners. And a lot of, I hate to say this, and I'm going to take some shade at some women. A lot of women are going to die alone believing this mentality. Right? They're so caught up in the economics, not caught up in the fact that this guy is a really good man. I think so many women have got so caught up in social media that they don't really realize what a good man is, right? Let's, let's go into this. I want you guys to say, give me some things. What makes a man a good man? The things I hear, right, it's just like so weird. A man flying you out and then verbally abusing you, abusing you is not a good man. A man taking you into the, the, the Louis Vuitton store and then physically abusing you is not a good man, right? What about that guy that don't make a lot of money, but yet and still he loves you, he wants to be there for you, he's consistent, he's honest, he's very loyal, and he respects you? What about that guy? But you know what about that guy is the problem? He is not going to look like what you had in your mind that your man was going to look like. And that's the truth. Someone said consistency. Someone said character. Someone said hard worker, right? These are the conversations that we need to start having again. I genuinely believe that a lot of women overlook their husbands. And, and, and going to ask me how, I, I genuinely believe that there are a ton of women who overlook their husbands. These are the guys that you used to call the cornball. These are the guy you said it was corny. These are the guys that you said was whack. These are the guys that you said, oh, he probably can't have sex good like that. These are the guys that your, your priorities weren't in line with that man that could have been your potential husband, right? 
and I'm just going to call it what it is. He got no swag, right? That's what they say. And these are the guys that would have swept you off your feet, gave you a better life, and would have been consistent with you. But yet and still, you avoid those guys because they're not lit, right? Lit don't pay bills. And a lot of the guys that are lit, they take advantage of it because they know for a fact there aren't that many guys that are lit. So they really take advantage of it. So now you have a bunch of women chasing the same guys, right? This high-earning man. This high-earning man tends to not respect women. Why do you think you have some guys, I don't want to take no shade, but we can go into rappers who have a ton of baby mothers. And then the sad part is, tons of women will still date them because they are lit. This is the word. You see red flags, but yet and still you don't avoid them. It's like driving head on into a pothole knowing that you're about to mess up, mess up your axle of your car. You're driving head on into a pothole. And, and this is a major issue. But when you have these conversations, so many people get upset. And this is what I tell people. In order for us to fix the problem, we have to acknowledge what the problem is. Stability. Right? It's provided by two. It's not just a one-person thing. In 2023, we're not talking about an individual providing stability. This is the problem. If you are a woman and you're looking for stability just from a man only, then you're a fool. I'm going to say what it is. Because that is not a man's job only. He's supposed to enhance the stability that you've already created for yourself. Let me say that again. In 2023, the man's job is to enhance the stability you already created. If you're looking for a man to just give you 100% stability, then you're in the wrong field. You're looking for the wrong man because you're not more than likely going to find that guy, right? You want a guy to go work hard every day to come home to you, right? And to pay everything for you. I'm going to ask you a question, ladies, and I'll take this personal. Can you walk on water? Can you fly? Can you turn water into wine? More than likely, everyone on this live said no. So what I'm trying to say is we all regular people. Right? I can't do none of them either. We're regular people. So looking for someone to walk on water, to fly, and to turn water into wine for you, that sounds crazy to me. That sounds crazy. And what I do on this podcast is go back and forth. I tell men about themselves, but I also tell women about themselves. There's no bias. So the people that get defensive on here is because they're the ones that's probably doing the messed up things. On my podcast, there's no bias. But the people that tend to get mad at the fact that I point out certain uh, uh, um, things that men do and certain things that women do is because they are biased people, right? They're the ones that's only pointing the finger at the opposite sex. But my mother used to tell me as a kid, when you point one finger, three is pointing back at you. So the people that keep pointing fingers understand that three are pointing back at you. We got to get to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is all we're doing is being challenging, combative, and argumentative of the truth, right? There are a lot of women that do exist that are looking for high-earning men, not realizing that there aren't a lot. So basically, get in line for a guy that a lot of women already want. Ladies, let me say this again. If you're looking for this six-figure earner, that's only 4 to 6% of the country's population, just be ready to get in line because there is a lot of women that's lining up for the same guy that you want, right? By having this gift, ladies, you guys are nurturers. Why don't y'all nurture someone with potential? Women say they won't date potential. I disagree with that, right? Listen, 
Everything I'm saying can be entirely up to you. Your decisions. Let me ask this question. The people that usually say things like this, I'd rather not work with a guy. He better come with his stuff together. More than likely going to die alone. Because everyone has issues. That same woman that's standing there talking about some, I would rather be, al- I'd rather be alone, is the woman that probably has tons of, her mouth is probably crazy. Right? She has issues. But the only problem is, he's going to have to accept your issues, but you won't accept that he has issues. Because everyone understands that every relationship is a work in progress. It's a construction site. Anytime you see that fairy tale relationship, you better believe they don't went through the steps in the, in the laboring of getting that, 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 that relationship to, the, to that success level. That didn't, they didn't inherit, inherit that. They had to build that. Brick by brick by brick by brick. But the problem is you don't want to build nothing brick by brick. You want to just jump into a mansion. And I'm going to tell you ladies this. This is me being honest with you. I deal with a lot of high-earning men, right? And a lot of them are very manipulative. They're very uh, controlling. And they always want their way because they can afford their way. Because they understand that women nowadays, a lot of them tend to value economics so much. So they know that they can have their way because they know they make money. Would you agree with that statement? The men that are high earners know that they're very limited. So they take advantage of the fact that they know that they're very limited. And there's a lot of women that's lining up for these guys because they know that they're high earning men. You could be the guy that has everything together. But the question is, most women will avoid you because of the fact that you're not their potential type because of the fact that you don't look the way she thought. Some girls are literally interested in the bad guys. And I hate to say this. I've noticed that most of the girls who date the bad guys, let me say this one more time, and I don't want no one to get defensive. Most of the girls who chase behind dating bad guys end up as single mothers, raising children on their own. Because the bad guy eventually either A, gets killed, B, goes to jail, then C comes home from jail with nothing, right? We know the outcome of that, but yet and still you line up for the bad guy because it's fun, thinking as a child, right? This is the mentality. So you're getting mad at the results, but yet and still you've made these choices, right? I noticed I had a conversation, you know, guys, for those who don't know, I do my, um, my one-on-one sessions. You can literally book a session in my, um, my bio. You can click the link in my bio. If you want to book a one-on-one consultation, we can talk one-on-one. But there's a lady, she was on my live, I mean, my, my, she booked a session, we're talking. She basically said to me, the guy, she, she's bragging about how tough her, her baby father is. So I'm asking her, like, where is he? He's incarcerated. He's doing 20 plus years incarcerated. And you're standing here bragging about a man who was so willing to lose his freedom, ultimately put himself, his child, in a worse predicament. And this is a man that you value. But now if I bring you this dweeb or this cornball or this corny guy, you won't value him. That's crazy. Yeah, he's not fun, but he's safe. We're talking about stability here, right? That's what we're talking about, being stable. I'd rather a consistent house being bills being paid than an inconsistent home. I'd rather know where the next paycheck is coming from than not. I wouldn't date someone worrying about and can they provide me next month. They can't constantly produce. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't feel comfortable with a person like that because you never know. And that's the sad part with dealing with these roughneck guys. But the girl said, I just want a roughneck with a drum, right? That's what she said. And the sad part about it is you get that roughneck with a drum. Now he shoots a guy 
And now where's your situation? A single mother taking your child up to the jail to visit his dad. These situations are avoidable, guys. You have to be more conscious of who you're choosing. Men, I'm going to tell y'all, there are three types of people that you can date. Stay with me. Three types, right? One, and I'm going to say it on both, from a man and a woman, it's three types of people you can date. One is a husband or a wife, meaning someone you can build a future with, right? Two is a child's mother or a child's father. These are people that even if you have children with, there will be stability and you guys can co-parent and it's not a problem. This is a mature person, right? And lastly, is the baby mama or the baby daddy. Some people choose baby mamas and baby daddies and then get mad at the results of dating baby mamas and baby daddies. What makes a baby mother and what makes a baby daddy? Drama. Drama. Some people are addicted to drama. They're very, very attracted to drama. And when there's no drama, they're not having fun. And that's the truth. If, if it's not drama, drama, and more drama, they're not having fun. You have grown women who are literally pulling up to people's houses to fight for a guy that clearly doesn't respect you. Ladies, don't play yourself. He's telling you how he feels about you. Men, you're pulling up to a man's house to fight a man that's cheating with the woman that you know that was, come on, she's for the village. You got to allow her to be for the village. It is what it is. You can't get mad at the decisions that a person is making when you know that that person is the way they are. Why would you do that? See, creating stability is more valuable than anything, right? I would tell somebody, I love the fact that you helped me pay bills. I love the fact that you helped me keep a roof over my head. I love the fact that you go out every day and bust your behind to make sure that we're stable. To me, that's more love, right? Because in my mind, I need to know that tomorrow, nothing is going to change. I need consistency. Some people think a little different. They like the guy rolling up uh, uh, smoking all day. They like that. Then when you get the results of it, don't be mad. And that's what we need to start having these conversations and getting out of our feelings. Every time you have these conversations, people get in their feelings. Because either A, the shoe's a little too tight on their feet, or B, they don't want to hear their truth. We need to accept the truth. Ladies, you're going to keep getting results dating certain guys. Let's just call it what it is. I do not feel sorry for a woman that keeps dating roughneck guys and the dads keep going to jail. That's what you keep dating. You entertain him. He don't even get up and go to work. He's, he's doing the worst of the worst things and you allow it. So therefore, just be conscious of the results, right? After a certain age, we got to hold ourselves accountable. Men, she dresses half naked, right? If she's not a... She could be an attention whore, because a lot of times people that do that, would you agree? They like attention. She don't necessarily have to be a, a nasty girl or promiscuous woman, but in most cases, she likes attention. You have to be conscious of the decisions you make. You can't force somebody to be what you want them to be, right? And to fix what we're doing right now, we need to be more conscious of having these conversations. A lot of us get mad at the truth. And the truth is always better than a lie. But nowadays, I realize the lie is better than the truth. 
And this is what we have now. We have a lot of people who live in their fairy tale world. My homegirl, I know her for a long time. She just wrote, I love cornballs. And I appreciate her for saying that. A cornball is safe. These guys that you call cornballs, safe guys. But we're going to glorify the guy who's rough and in the streets and wilding and still has no manners after 30 years of living. And this is the guys we're going to value. And then you're mad at the results. I'm going to tell you something. If you have a human being that's grown and that's conscious, that still feels selling drugs is a profession, you already know what you're getting yourself involved in. Right? Ultimately, to buy material things to look like he has money. He didn't get in that world to set himself up. He got in that world to show off. And that's the person we entertain. Why? Because you're looking at the economical side of it. But you're not going to look at all the mental abuse. You got to look at all the traumas that you're going to inherit by dealing with a guy like that. To my ladies on my live right now, I want you to raise your hand. If you dated rough guys and bad guys and you have a lot of trauma, I want you to raise your hand. And to my men, if you dated women that, are, that were promiscuous, sneaky, and lying, raise your hand if you got trauma from it. Raise your hand. I'm going to raise mine first. All the red flags, I ignored it. Ultimately dated it because I was insecure. I got one person. Who's that? Brian said he raised his hand. Right? They're raising their hands. And this is the traumas that we choose, right? Because of the fact that we don't see the value in ourselves, right? And when you see the value in yourself, you make better choices. It's hard to make better choices when you don't see value in oneself. A lot of people undervalue themselves. Some people overvalue themselves. But I would rather overvalue myself than undervalue myself. And that's the reality. Let's stop undervaluing ourselves. Let's stop belittling ourselves. Let's start making better decisions and understand that every decision we make is us. You have stability and you have love. Right? Let's understand what matters more. Because chances are, the guy that you dated, ladies, that was this roughneck, used to say this. Let me guess. I'm in love. And where did I get you? Where did I get you? in a bad predicament, ultimately talking bad about a man that you chose, and now you're talking bad about men. We got to stop saying that. Let me go on record. I want everybody to say this with me. Today, let's, let's clear this up. To my men and to my ladies, I need y'all both to hear this really well. They said there is power in the tongue. It's life and death, right? You can speak life, and you can speak death with the tongue. Notice one of the most prominent things that men and women say nowadays Especially women. I'm going to say this truthfully. A lot of women say stuff like, I don't need a man. Stay with me. Notice that you're saying, I don't need a man. But everything you describe that you don't want a man to do to you, you're never describing a man. You're always describing a boy. I'm tired of him cheating on me. I'm tired of him using me. I'm tired of him. Everything you're naming is boyish ways. So now you're basically pushing away the man potentially that could come who will be stable, who will help you, who will pay bills. You're speaking death on the men that are existing by comparing a boy to a man. That's the problem. And there are tons of women that's doing that. Talking about, I don't need a man. And by talking like that, 
All you're doing is pushing away the potential good guys that could come in your life. Say this now with me, ladies. I don't need a boy. Big difference. Big difference. I want my woman on the live right now to say, I don't need a boy. I don't need a boy. I don't need a boy. I need a man. I need a boy. I, I, that's what it's, all y'all say is, the things y'all describe is, I don't, I, I, need, I, need a, I don't need a man. I'm like, that's not a man that you're describing. Because the standards is conflicted. I'm a man. And the things that a lot of women say men do, I would never do. I think it's disgusting. But again, that's your comparison to what a man is. I will never sit here and see, compare a woman to a girl. It's not the same thing. When you see something is wrong, whether age or not, you should automatically be able to say that's a boy. When you see something that is wrong, you should automatically be able to look at it and say, that's still a little girl. Age does not re require or accommodate growth all the time. Let me say this again. There are tons of people who are getting older, but they're not growing. Subconsciously, their mind is still immature. The body is getting bigger, right? But the mind is not. It's shrinkage. Because a lot of people don't understand just because you're aging, don't mean you're growing. And that's the realities of life. But when you have these conversations, a lot of people misconstrue the two because they're so defensive, right? How do you fix what's wrong when you can't acknowledge what's wrong? And that's what we do over here at this Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. We acknowledge what's wrong by talking about what's wrong, right? Again, to my ladies that say things like, I don't need a man, you're going to always have a problem because there's power in your tongue and you're speaking and casting a spell. Your spell you're casting is, I don't need a man, so therefore you'll never get a man. And ultimately, the people that keep coming up to you trying to talk to you are boys because of the fact that you keep saying you don't need a man because you're comparing a boy to a man. It is not the same thing. Once we understand this, then the mind will start thinking a lot different and understand that you can put power in, in life, death, life and death in your with the things you say. I don't say things like I don't need a, a, a woman. I don't need a girl. I need a woman, right? I need a woman. I am not going to compare a little girl. When I compare a 13-year-old girl, well, it depends on the, the maturity of the girl, right? But let me just say this. When I compare a five-year-old child to a 40-year-old woman. No, because that is a child and that is a man, I mean a woman, and vice versa for a man. So when you understand these things, you stop saying these things. But society and social media has created this poor context that a lot of people are indoctrinating their minds into believing. Ultimately saying things like, I don't need a man, I don't need a woman, and ultimately dying alone. Not realizing that there are tons of people who are in old folks' homes, and now all the people they were running behind, they're not there anymore. There are tons of people who don't get any visits anymore because they never invested their time into something that loved them and cared for them. That's the issue. We need to create stability and understand stability is more prominent than anything, right? My stability is you, you're going to be there every day. You're consistent. You're not lying to me. You're not trying to manipulate me. You're not trying to take advantage of me. It seems like the world, that's all it cares about. But I always go on record and say this, and a lot of people need to hear this. Why would God bless me, right? Knowing that every woman that walks earth is God's daughter, right? Every man that walks earth is God's son. 
Why would God bless me for taking advantage of his children? Why? What father would give to anybody that takes advantage of his child? What father? So my ladies and men on this, on this podcast right now that are fathers and mothers, or even big brothers and sisters, would you give to someone that's taking advantage of someone that you call either your sibling, your brother, your, your kid, or your, your daughter, or your son? Would you give to them? Or would you bless them? Because I know I wouldn't. And I wouldn't. For those who understand what I'm saying, if you're a true father or mother, you would never bless someone that's taking advantage of your children. That's like you, you, you go into, um, you giving, you giving the, 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 the belt, the man beating on your daughter, and you giving him the belt to do it. And that's what you're basically saying to God. God will never bless you for never respecting your siblings. Right? We have to understand. In order to get respect, you got to give respect. A lot, of, a lot of men, a lot of women, we got to work on our insecurities. And we got to start working on the fact that taking advantage of each other is not the move. Right? Ladies, you say you want, you want big bags and you want shoes. Go get it yourself. Right? And I bet you you're a little different type of man. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be honest on record. All the men I know that make money, the ones that are still outside playing, right? Every girl that needs them, they never respect them. Never. Let me say that one more time. Ladies, every man I know that make money and the woman that he messes with or dates needs him, in most cases, they don't respect them because they see that the girl needs them, right? And naturally, when needing someone in 2023, it accommodates them to believe that they have power. And that's where the control comes in. When you're dealing with someone who's economically stable and you aren't, they tend to believe that they have more control than you. And your idea of paying your restitution to be in that relationship comes from being submissive and allowing him to control you. In order for you to have a healthy relationship, ladies and men, you should have your life together. And that's reality. Again, don't be asking for nothing that you can't bring to the table. If you don't bring certain things to the table, stop asking for it. Because it says a lot of... Okay, let's just say I'm a man, right? I got a high school diploma. I want my girl to have a master's degree, right? Let's just say this. I got six kids. I don't, but I'm just saying. Let's just say if I had six kids, the girl I get, she can't have no kids. That's kind of crazy, right? That's kind of crazy. But this is a mentality. And we need to understand. We need to preserve and change our mentalities on having certain conversations. When you get to a certain age, your conversations change, right? You learn how to speak. You learn how to think. You learn what to entertain and what not to entertain. To my ladies on my live today, please, and I beg you wholeheartedly, stop saying you don't need a man because you'll never get a man by saying you don't need a man. Naturally, men, and I'm talking about real men, boys don't like to be needed. Let's say this. Boys don't like to be needed. Real men like when their woman needs them. So by you telling a real man that you don't need him, 
you're already, he don't want, he more than likely not gonna want anything to do with you because you're already telling him you don't see no value in him. And that's the reality, right? Understanding what, what is the nature of the creatures. In order for us to hunt women, we are, most men understand that the more your life looks like it's together, the easier it is to get women. So therefore, most men pretend as if their lives are together, so therefore they can ultimately get more women. That's what comes with the territory. And it's been like that since the beginning of time. I didn't create the rule, I didn't create the standard, I just understand it. And when you understand it, you get it. Most women value men that make more money, right? So when a woman understands, most women respect and value men that make more money. And that's the truth. So therefore, the guy that don't make a lot of money, who could be the good man, potentially gets overlooked because of the fact that he's not a high-earning man. And that's a major dilemma. Why would I date my, my, my childhood traumas? Right? A lot of us still date our childhood traumas. Because there's something called trauma bonding. Bonding traumas together. There are a lot of people who look for the traumas that they, were, they grew up on and they date it because they know they have these insecurities. Let's start working on self-love, self-value, and self-respect. Tons of us don't have these things. In order for us to have it, we need to acknowledge what's wrong. Again, I say this wholeheartedly. How do you fix what you don't know is wrong? If you don't know what's wrong, you can't fix. And most people will never be able to fix what they can't see is wrong because they're not willing to acknowledge it. And they're not willing to accept it. Nor would they even speak on what's wrong. So they're evasive of it. They avoid these conversations by being deflective and defensive. Here goes a deflective woman. And I'm going to give you a deflective man. Here goes a deflective woman. Yo, you've been single for about 10 years. Yeah, I'll, because I'm not settling. And I don't want just. I'm like, because maybe your standards and your requirements might be unrealistic. Right? You ever thought about that? Sometimes you say things like, you're not settling and you're not going after certain guys, but I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes your standards might be unrealistic and, and, un, and untr like you just can't, you're not going to find it. Some women, I'm going to be honest with you, based on the man they describe, I have never met the guy myself. They, they look for these perfect men and I have never met them. And then when you look for these perfect men, I ask myself all the time, why would this perfect man want an imperfect woman? When you know you're imperfect, but yet and still you want this perfect man. I find that to be crazy. You're not willing to work on yourself, but you want this man to come perfect. Wow. That's crazy. That's very, un that's very selfish. But this is a mentality that's been pushed for years to the magnitude that people believe that they can have nothing but still want someone that has so much. And if you do get him, he's not going to respect you. And if you do get her, she's not going to respect you either. Because it comes with control. It is what it is. No one is perfect. You're right. Long girl Shanice said, no one is perfect. No one is perfect. But the fact of the matter is we tend to believe that someone has to accept all, our, all of our BS, but I can't accept no BS from nobody. I'm going to tell you something. Men and women, we all have issues, right? You need to find somebody who has issues that you can work with and build with. You got to stop looking for these perfect people. They, they don't exist. I know a guy right now, and he's turning 40. He's still running around. He's had some great, great, great women. But the problem is he still keep looking 
something that don't exist. He finds flaws in every single woman. And these women are good women. I'm like, bro, enough, bro. You just literally just going to keep running life like that to the day you die. And there are a lot of women like that too. Sometimes, ladies, you must understand that you are strong and you may be the leader of the relationship. There are alpha women out here. For the men that don't believe there are alpha women, they're, they're clearly blind. There are a lot of alpha women out here. And when I say the word alpha, I mean good leaders. There are great leading women out here. And they've done it, a lot of them done it for years. The only problem with sometimes we're dealing with an alpha female, they tend to believe alpha comes with masculinity. Ladies, you can be a great leader and don't have to have extreme levels of masculinity. You don't have to roar like a lion and poke out your chest and always be defensive and always want to argue anytime a man challenges you. All right? There are tons of women that believe that they need a man that is extremely alpha when they're extremely alpha. In most cases, an alpha woman and an alpha man usually don't work together because they're fighting for positioning. I've never seen any tribe of animals or anything have two alphas. And the reason being is because of the fact that in most cases, there will be a war. Two people cannot cohabitate like that. More than likely, they're going to keep fighting for positioning. And that's the truth. Knowing what you're good at and knowing what she's good at is the healthiest way to build any kind of healthy relationship. If you want a healthy relationship, you must understand that certain things I have to be comfortable to allow her to do, right? I don't think it's a, a feminine or a masculine thing to cook. I met some great men that are chefs. I met some great women that are chefs. I don't think cooking is a feminine or a masculine trait. Let me say that again. I don't think cooking is a feminine or a masculine trait. I think whoever's better at it or whoever has more time to do it should be the person to do it. It's just what it is. Otherwise, we're going to eat fast food for the rest of our lives, right? So the conversations we must have is working on the fact that how do we create love and stability and healthy relationships? How? We need to work together and stop listening to the, all the outside influences and the noise because they make a lot of money by creating bad narratives, right? See, for me, what bothers me about the fact that these bad narratives are being created is the children that have to grow up in these environments. Very unhealthy, toxic parenting. Very unhealthy, toxic uh, relationships. Ultimately, your daughter or son goes out and get a very unhealthy, toxic relationship because they saw that all they saw their mom do that. All they saw their dad do that. And now you're mad at the results of your son's decision, but that's all you showed them, right? His traumas are a reflection of a lot of your decisions. Your daughter's traumas are a reflection of a lot of your decisions. And that's the truth. A lot of us don't want to accept that word accountability. And that's the truth. When you're not accountable to your decisions, you'll ultimately hide from your decisions and make excuses for your decisions. Another way of hiding from your decisions, which, which are poor, is by making an excuse. You're playing hide-and-seek with the fact that you're lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Start telling yourself the truth. A lot of us hide from the things we need to hear. Again, you'll never be able to fix what you can't acknowledge is wrong. We got to acknowledge what's wrong. Man, let's start to, yo, you want to know something? And I'm going on record and say this. And I don't care who get upset. I've noticed. Look at the way a lot of men talk, talk to their sisters. Right? Look how they talk to them. Look how, the, look how the, the women talk to men. Yo, this is very unhealthy. It's gotten so unhealthy to the point where talking 
reckless and, and bringing out the most nastiest traumas in each other is, is, is a healthy thing now. That's crazy. But I'm going to tell you something. Most people that tend to always talk bad about people is the ones that are insecure. You feel good by getting a kick off of dissing somebody or disrespecting somebody says more about you than anything else. You're insecure. Learn what insecurity is and follow yourself and see that you are making the poor choices. Insecure people only inflict more wounds on people because of the fact that they have a lot of wounds they're trying to hide. They feel better about their wounds as long as they keep exposing other people's wounds. If, I, if I'm insecure about my height, I might start dissing people that are shorter than me to make me feel better about my height. That's how people are. When you learn to love someone and accept people for who they are, that's when you're truly becoming a very civilized, healthy person. In order to be healthy, you have to understand that it's not just a health thing. When we look at bodies, we see health. But there are tons of people who are mentally sick. Their mentality, the way they think, the way they observe life, the way they believe, the way they think. They always want to take advantage of someone. And this is the problem. People say to me, yo, Q, why are you so positive? I said, because I got tired of talking about the world and said I need to start being an example that I want to see in it. That's what made me change. I got tired of talking about what's obvious. Obvious is the world is screwed. Obvious is the world is messed up. Obviously, is the war against men and women. This is obvious. But the problem is this is unhealthy. This feminine and masculine movement is not healthy. It's not healthy. Because there are certain things that aren't feminine that we label as feminine. There are certain things that aren't masculine that we label as masculine. For instance, in 2023, the person that can provide the most don't mean masculine. That means you just have a better, stable career, right? And that's the truth. Sometimes we look at the fact that, okay, if you're dating a woman, let's say you are a truck driver. Let's say your wife is a, a, a nurse. Let's say she makes more money than you. That doesn't mean feminine or masculine. You're not, and a man shouldn't be emasculated because of the fact that his woman makes more money than him. That just means more money for the family. And if you're thinking as an individual, meaning as a team, you shouldn't even have this problem. But the people that have this problem are the ones who think very individual. And the people that think individual need to be alone. That's the reason why you can be single. Right? Because there are people who are in relationships, but they're still single. Because mentality-wise, they're not thinking as a conglomerate or as a team. They're thinking from an individual standpoint. So therefore, these people should be alone. Let me say that again. You have a lot of people who are in relationships in 2023 who should be single because they do not think as a collective. They think as an individual. And if you think as an individual, that means you shouldn't be in a relationship because anything that attaches themselves to you will never be accepted because you think on yourself and only about yourself. So maybe you should be by yourself. Some people need to date themselves because they think very selfish. Ladies, if you make more money than your man and this man loves you, respects you, and, and, and compliments what you, what you aren't, I think you should love on him and stop valuing your money. You let a piece of paper make you feel more valued than what you are. Money should never be your God. And the fact that you value money over your marriage or over your relationship says a lot about you. Let me say that one more time. I find it disheartening that a person will value money more than a human. Money is a tool. 
that provides stability, right? And puts you in positions that you can be in. But the fact of the matter is the value of human over money says a lot about you. I mean, you clearly don't know your God. Because the reality of all things is I could never put money over a human. I would rather give a person, right, my last than to sit down every day eating filet mignon. I would rather eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich than for me to every day sitting there eating filet mignon and bragging about how, how the world is screwed, but I'm not giving a care in the world about it. Let's work on these things, ladies. For those who want to tap in more to the content, follow me on every major platform. Q-D-A-B-O-S-S-516. Instagram, TikTok. For those who are on my live right now, go run over my IG and go show some love. If you want to DM me, hit me on Instagram. I respond on Instagram. I don't respond on TikToks, but I definitely respond on Instagram. Also, the YouTube channel. We're live every single Sunday. And this content that you see right now, if you want to catch up with it, we're on Spotify and we're on YouTube. On YouTube, the name is Empowered Dynasty. E-M-P-O-W-E-R-D. Somebody tag it. Dynasty. If you want to follow us on any major streaming platform for podcasts, the podcast is called Don't Let That Go Over Your Head. For the person that's hit me up about coming on my podcast, DM me on my Instagram and we can work that out if it makes sense. Let's, let's do that way. My guys, they're here right now. They usually make those decisions. It's not usually me. But if it makes sense, it makes sense. Empower Dynasty is the YouTube channel. Cue the boss on every major platform. And for those who want more content, where we talk about different contexts and different concepts, go follow me on every streaming platform for the podcast. It's called Don't Let That Go Over Your Head. Don't miss the message. There's a lot of people that's missing these messages because they're so caught in their feelings. We come in here, and when we had these conversations, guys, pen, pad, let's work on ourselves. While you're doing it, I'm doing the same thing. I'm working on myself while you're working on yourselves. So let's work on ourselves and stop judging each other. Let's start valuing each other more, right? No more talking about what I ain't and what I am and what I, Come on. Who wants to be in an unhealthy relationship like that? Every day being constantly reminded of about what you aren't. I'm going to tell you something. For those people on live, and I'm going to say this before I get out of here. What is our, what is our resource, right? Or our... Our, our place we go to that defines the word love. To me, my love definition, you can bring it up for me from the Bible. That's the definition I go off of. I don't go off of society standards because people change love to accommodate what they want. If a person don't want to pay bills, of course they're going to say, they, a person that loves me going to pay all my bills because it accommodates them. A person that, 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 that is very materialistic going to say, oh, this person don't buy me anything. Of course, they don't love me because they're materialistic. But if a person understands the definition of love, then we're having a different conversation, right? Scripture, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient and kind. For those who are my alive and know this statement, say it with me. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insult on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at the wrong doings, but rejoice with truth. This is what it says what love is. 
I think some people need to redefine this word love and learn what love truly is. I'm going to say that one more time. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast, right? You're boasting about your economics, right? That's not love. Love is patient, working with somebody, helping them grow. That's patience, right? That's what love is. It's that love is patient, working with somebody, helping them grow. Love is kind, willing to give. It's kind. Love does not envy or boast. It doesn't, it's not jealous of what you have, and it doesn't boast about what you don't have. That's what the Bible says. It is not arrogant or rude. Most people, they love different. It does not insult. And no, it does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in one's wrongdoings, but it rejoices with truth. Guys, let's learn what love is and learn. The people we choose ultimately going to reflect our futures. Stop making poor choices and expecting great results. Understand every decision you make will reflect on your life. So learn. Stop thinking that you can love the red flags out of people. Because some people, they're a walking red flag. And you'll walk right into that red flag, ultimately getting the red flags and crying about the red flags that you walked into. Till next time, guys, do me a favor. Don't let that go over your head.